Hello, and thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the She Means Business Podcast, where we bring together badass women business owners, industry leaders, and other aspiring women to celebrate their success and empower you. I am your host, Ashley Mistowski. I'm a business owner, wife, and mom of twin toddlers. Ambitious is my middle name. Join our email list and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You'll find inspiring content, updates, and the chance to connect with like-minded individuals. Remember to leave a review and share how we've inspired you. Now, let's get to business. Welcome back to the She Means Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Mistowski. You know, I'm considered a millennial. I'm a borderline millennial. Sometimes I have a hard time accepting that title because I still grew up with the dial-up modem. I was the queen of burning CDs, everything old school. So I feel like my technology skills are a little higher than some, but I cannot compete with the Gen Zers. And now as an insurance agency, our agency has to keep up with all the technology. We have to keep things simple and easy for the clients. But on the back end, it's insane. I cannot, like the amount of technology and the amount of things that have to talk to each other, it's overwhelming and it's exhausting. And you know what? I'm just a good insurance agent. Just because I'm an insurance agent doesn't mean I have to understand the technology side of things. So I think you have to understand that behind the scenes is so intense and it's a whole different level. So with all of that being said, you have to find the best team of vendors to surround yourself to build your agency, to build your company, whatever it may be. But if you find those right people, it makes your life so much easier. And that is what I have done. So please welcome Elizabeth Coley. She is here with Gravity Certs. She was the queen bee of insurance, still is. We bonded over our organ ties. She um, owned an insurance agency that was focused in Hawaii. I believe she's from Hawaii. I'll let her tell her story and lived in Oregon. And that's where I grew up. So she was in Central Oregon, which was, you know, one of my favorite areas. But she was an insurance agency owner, which is how we met. And I mean, she got to go back and forth from Oregon, Central (laughs) Oregon and Hawaii. I mean, hello, that's like the dream job. So I'm Sometimes like teetering on the edge of maybe we should get licensed in Hawaii because then we could write off that whole trip all the time, right? But she recently sold her agency to jump full time into her business that her and her husband run. It is called Gravity Certs. They focus their attention on insurance agencies where they help streamline agency processes using website automation and integration. They have been an absolute godsend for our agency. So without further ado, please welcome Elizabeth. Hi. Thank you, Ashley. Hi. Yes. So nice to be here. Yes. You guys have been, it's been so much fun bonding with you just with our organ ties, but I would love because I don't even know your full story. (laughs) I don't even know how you became an insurance agent, but what you can go back as far as you want, but tell us your story and how you got to the seat that you're in right now. Yeah, thank you. It's been quite the journey, as you can probably imagine. Yes, <laughs> um, and, yes. and yes, I I don't think any most little girls' dreams are not to grow up to be an insurance agent. I don't know, maybe some. <laughs> right. That no. is, was not my was not my career path of choice. It just I kind of fell into doing insurance. Mm-hmm. And I was actually a personal trainer for a long time. And oh. I was training an insurance agent. 
who happened to be a captive agent. And just, you know, I, I feel like if you're going to be in sales, you have to have the personality, right? Like you may not know the knowledge, but you have the personality. And so this guy that I was training was like, you know what, you'd be and make an awesome insurance agent, you should come interview. And I'm like, in my early 20s and, you know, fit and just working out and like that was living the dream. Yeah. And I was like, that sounds really boring and like an old man job. Why would I want to do insurance? <laughs> right. And right. then he's like, well, you can make your own schedule and you can make as much money as you want. And I've kind of always had that entrepreneur spirit. So I was like, okay, sure. Well, I'll go in and it doesn't hurt to just see what yeah. insurance is all about. I mean, I was early 20s, so I don't even know if I had auto insurance back then. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't, we won't talk about I don't that. know. <laughs> uh, we won't talk about that. I was probably un uninsured. Um, but anyways, yeah, so it kind of intrigued me. And so I got into it on the captive side of things. Um, wow. With farmers insurance. Yep. So okay. they trained me, did all that in Oregon. So I'm from Oregon originally. Yep. And okay. so got that whole kind of world started with mainly personal lines. I really didn't do anything commercial. I was so, I was like 22. I, you know, didn't know anything about anything at 22. Um, and so I, yeah, I worked, so that's kind of how I got into insurance and I, li I loved it immediately. Um, quit my personal training job, never looked back. So, I, you know, I feel it. like, I feel like that's, you know, that's always the case. People, it's like that insurance meme where it's like, this is what you think I do. This is what I really do. You know, this is what this person thinks I do. And I think really like it's not the most glamorous job when you say I'm an insurance agent. But I tell people, I'm like, I just get to make friends with people. Like I go out mm -hmm. and make friends with people. Like it really is a cool job. It's not like a used car salesman I think most people think we're used car salesmen. I'm like, no, sure. no, it's not. <laughs> like maybe yeah. if you work for Geico in a, you know, a call center environment, sure. But that's not the majority of, so I feel like we need to find a fun title. We need to come yes. up with a fun title. <laughs> and that's what you alluded to earlier. Eventually, I became the queen bee of insurance, but I did not start that way. <laughs> we all have it, to start at the bottom and figure it out. We all have to start from the bottom, for sure. And so I didn't know anything about the independent side. And, and I've listened to a lot of your podcasts, and I, you know, I'm a part of a lot of um, groups now, insurance-focused, mm -hmm. women supporting women in business. I wish I had that when I first started my insurance career. There just wasn't anything like that back then. So I really just did everything on my own. I I had some male uh, role models to kind of look up to, but not a woman, not anyone that would like take me under their wing and try to help me, well, really with anything in my life. So I kind of have always just been a lone wolf that way. Like just I'll figure it out myself. I, you know. Same. <laughs> I'm the oldest of um, I'm the oldest of six kids in my family, and so I've just uh -huh. always done everything on my own, and always kind of had to been that caretaker type role. And so I think that's why insurance appealed to me so much. Is I was trying to do it on the health and wellness side with personal training, but then helping people like protect their assets and like being that confidant and that expert in that field like just gave me a real purpose. And so. For sure. Yeah. So I did that only for a couple of years and then I ended up moving to Hawaii. So I'm not from Hawaii. I'm actually okay. from Oregon, but okay. I moved to Maui when I was like 23. So Fine. I was, I okay. was young. Yep. And yep. so 
Um, I had a girlfriend at the time. She had some family out there and she's like, Hey, do you want to move to Maui with me? And I was like, uh, sure. Sure. Uh, Why not? Why not? I'm (laughs) in my twenties. I have no ties, no commitments. Sure. Let's, let's move to Hawaii. Okay. So yeah, I did. I did that. But back then was the early 2000s. And there was no, I didn't know anything about independent agencies. And being in Hawaii, it's a whole different world. It's probably like living in Florida, trying to do insurance now, anything coastal, oh it's gosh. just crazy. Yes. Yep. And so there weren't the captive agents out there. There weren't the cat. Well, there was, okay, I take that back. There was a couple, but you mm-hmm. had to have so much money to even get into them. And they weren't writing a lot because they're so close to the ocean. So it wasn't really an option for me to continue with insurance with farmers. So mm-hmm. I went back into the hospitality industry and I worked at a lot of high-end resorts and kind of got that whole concept. Similar to Vegas. That's what style. you have. Everything's mm-hmm. hospitality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. So I was waiting on, you know, like the NFL Pro Bowl when they would come and I was waiting on celebrities and I was, you know, in that kind of high end realm in Maui, um, but on the service side of things. And then, you know, a couple of fast forward a few years and then I got the opportunity to work. I still have my licenses. So I and I missed insurance, but I just didn't know really what to do with it. And so then I got offered a job at uh, an independent agency, um, but I was nine months pregnant at the time. And so I went in for my job interview at nine months because I was like, well, I can't, I'm going to have a kid. I can't, I can't keep doing the hospitality industry. This no, is not no. for me. Um, and I wanted to get back into insurance. And so I went in for my job interview and he was like, well, when can you start? And I'm like, um, I am uh, like ready well. to give birth. So maybe give me a couple months. <laughs> So I did. I started when he, my son was two months old and started my new career in the independent side. So you were figuring out how to raise a human. And I mean, really what we know, the captive world is so much different. Like the base knowledge of insurance is the same, but the captive world is, uh, or the captive to independent world is so much different. So now you're learning kind of a whole new not a new career, but a whole new, you know, side of insurance. For sure. And it, I was doing commercial and a lot of ENS, which mm. we were have briefly talked about. It's it that's a whole nother beast in itself. Yep. And yep. so through trial and error, and I owned my own book with that agency. They're a very large agency. So I learned a lot from them and I loved it. And I was there with them for about seven, eight years. And loved it. Living in Hawaii, um, it was awesome. Um, But, you know, life isn't perfect. And I was going through some marital issues. And my husband at the time um, was like, hey, like his family was in Michigan. And he needed, he wanted to go back to Michigan to be part of his family. His dad wasn't doing well. So I sold my book of business in Hawaii after I had grown it for seven years, which was wow. really hard for me to do because as you know, it's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that goes into a lot. creating a lot of tears. something from scratch. <laughs> a lot of tears. Yep. Um, and so I did. And so I, I, I okay. found a buyer and sold that, moved to Michigan. As you can imagine, at this point, I had lived in Maui for 14 years and then I moved and to Michigan. And how going to Michigan? <laughs> I'm like, what wow. the heck did I just do? Um, <laughs> right. And Snow? so what is this? Yeah. <laughs> Cold. It was terrible. Not going to lie. It was rough. Um, yeah. And, you know, giving up something 
for for someone else, I think that's just always something that you struggle with, like having that work life balance and like, okay, this was important to me, but we had a child and we, you know, my husband at the time wanted to be by his family. So those are always hard decisions. And looking back, um, it was a very difficult decision. And and I probably wouldn't have made it again, but I was really trying to work on my marriage. And I was really trying to. I mean, you did the we can always look back, right? Hindsight sure. is always twenty twenty. So, but yes. at the time, that was the right decision for your yep. family to figure it out, it right? Was. And yep. I, we take our learning. You know what? What could we have done, or what should we have done, or how would you handle it differently now? So, there's definitely, at least, we grow from it, right? For sure. And I feel like you know anything you don't. I, I just would have made different decisions, but not necessarily a hundred percent different. Just slightly, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, different decisions, but. Anyways, yeah, so I sold that, went to Michigan, worked for another independent agency because I wasn't about to start an agency from scratch. I just was like, okay, we're in new town. New we make agency. dumb moves only once, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but I was only there for about three years and then um, ended up getting a divorce. So that didn't work out. And yep. so I'm like, well, I'm not staying in Michigan. So I'm either going to move back to Maui or I'm moving back to Oregon. <laughs> where I'm from. So did end up moving back to Oregon. And so, you know, then you're kind of like struggling, like once you've owned a book of business or, or a business in general, it's really hard to go back to being an employee. Like I really 100% (laughs) because that's just not my personality. I'm like always like planner and like trying to move on to the next thing and create an entrepreneur. And I just did not want to work for somebody again. Um, but I couldn't fit. And I still had all these ties to Hawaii and I had clients that kept calling me because my cell phone's been the same for like 20 years. And they're like, the person you sold this to is terrible and they don't call me back. So that's, you know, that's, that's hard because I went through the, had the relationship with the clients, sold it, moved there, lost that relationship with the clients, lost the relationship with my spouse, having to just reinvent myself again. It was exhausting. (laughs) exhausting and hard. And you're like, what do I, you know, like, what do I do? And you really build, like, I don't necessarily know every single one of our clients, but the ones you really like get to know and you just, it, you, I tell people, I'm like, I'm in the friend making business. I love talking Mm -hmm. to people. I love building relationships. And, and then even the networking piece, like how can we assist and refer, like everything I do is referrals. And, you know, it's, the, my client base is so awesome, even the ones that I haven't met. And so it's like, I just, that's what keeps me going. So yes, how did you, I agree. so you kind of then, you kind of just felt that pull, right? To Yeah, I kept getting that, like, well, Hawaii is a very interesting place to live. And I always tell people it either accepts you or it chews you up and spits you out. And anyone that's been in Hawaii, <laughs> It's, it's either you accept and embrace the culture and, and it, it embraces you back or you're like, nope, this isn't for me and I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was, I mean, my son was born there. So he's very much part of that Hawaii culture. Um, and so living there and then just coming back just had that pull. And yep. so fast forward, get remarried to my current husband. And he's a web developer, techie person. So I'll touch on that in a minute. But he (laughs) so so he had kept saying, well, why don't you try to just start 
an insurance agency. And I'm, you know, I worked for other agencies, but I've never, I never had ran my own. And I said, well, I don't even, I don't know, I guess I could try, but that's, again, a lot of work and starting over again. I guess I'm going to make this decision again. (laughs) So, so, so I just said, well, let me reach out to some of my um, reps in Hawaii because, and see if they would give me appointments. And so they did. And um, that was a very unique thing. I was the first new agency in the state of Hawaii in 30 years. So really? it's very difficult to tap into the market because they don't like mainland agents coming to Hawaii. They want to keep it local. They want to keep it the culture. They want, like I said, it either accepts you or it doesn't. And a lot of right. times people from the mainland have different mentalities of how to do things. And so anyway, so I started this agency, but I'm living in Oregon. I started an agency based off my former clients in Hawaii that wanted me back. So now I'm trying to figure out a, how do I run an agent, a digital agency with no office space? How do I run a, something remote? And just kind of piecing all those tools together the first couple of years was rough. I mean, anybody oh, yeah. who started an agency. It's still rough. Knows, <laughs> it's still rough. A <laughs> um, lot of sleepless nights. Um, yes. And I'm working on a two to three hour time zone difference. Mm-hmm. So I'm working later at night because Hawaii's behind us. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I just, um, I started, you know, doing what thousands do and talking about at the dinner table at night. And my techie husband is like, well, I was like, there's gotta be easier ways (laughs) to run this company from, from far. I'm like, can we, can we figure out how to automate some of this? Can we like come up with some tools? And so we slowly did over the last five years, um, that I owned the agency, we came up with all these different solutions for myself that I was Mm -hmm. like, I, don't have any money. I can't go pay other providers to do this. He yep. super smart and was like, well, I could just code this and I could do this. And I'm like, great, do it. He starts talking <laughs> in his own language. I'm like, what? his own language. <laughs> yeah. So I, I fairly like, I feel like I'm fairly tech savvy myself, not compared mm-hmm. to him and not compared yep. to someone who can code. Um, but fairly, fairly tech savvy. And I just said, I, in order to be successful, I know I have to do things digital. I can't do like the traditional business model of insurance. And, and so I went to a few conferences and stuff over the years and I picked up a few things that I liked and I was like, okay, I'm going to implement this from this conference. Like we do, um, that was before mastermind days. (laughs) Yeah. So you, you pay your dues and you go and you go and and you learn. And so I did. And I I kind of pieced together everything that I loved from all these different companies that I worked for and then created my own agency. And so I loved it and I did it and it was successful. And, but you know, I had done that now it was my second, third time of starting from scratch again with insurance. And then COVID happened and I had a key employee producer quit and just a lot of, just a lot of struggles. And then, you know, you know, you get burnt out too, and you get exhausted. And I felt like I honestly had gotten, for me anyways, everything that I had hoped to achieve. Like I never was went into owning my insurance agency to be like, I'm going to be like the top dog and sell, be the best insurance company and agency and make a billion dollars a year. Like that was never my goal. I just wanted to provide for my family and have the freedom and flexibility to make my own schedule. And I felt like I had achieved all of that. And so 
when we started making these tools for my agency, I told my husband, I was like, you know, there's nothing out there on the market that's quite like what we're doing. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sure other agencies could benefit from this. So why don't we start kind of seeing what's out there? And then we ended up connecting as well. And um, you probably yeah, saw my million of millions of posts saying, I hate technology. How do I yeah. fix this issue? And you're like, yeah. girl, <laughs> we need to connect. <laughs> we For can sure. help you. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's what it is, right? Like in the yeah. independent side, you can do whatever mm-hmm. you want to do. And there's no, yep. there's no real roadmap. There's nope. no... Right or wrong Which is, way to do it. And and that's what I, I will say, you know, I, I before I went independent, I talked to a lot of people. I made sure I was making an informed decision. And I'm so mad I didn't do it sooner. But I always tell people like the grass. Somebody told me this when I was talking to them, another independent agent. They were like, the grass isn't greener on the other side. <laughs> it's a different color. There, you're going to have different struggles. It is definitely the most rewarding and probably, especially in the market that we're in right now, it's the best place to be. But the issue is all the time, like when you're with a captive company or just, and and this, we can even talk to people who just want to open a business in general. You know, there's so many people, you want to make things efficient, right? Like you want to make things as easy and efficient as possible so you can do what you're good at. And on the independent side, there is no real one program. You have to have 50 and they all have to talk Mm -hmm. to each other. And you don't have to have 50. That's, you know, being dramatic, but they all like, there's not one solution and and every agency is different, right? What's Mm -hmm. perfect for my agency isn't for your agency. And so I'm happy there's a lot of options out there, but then they have to talk to each other. Then you have to have all those different softwares to log in. And we want it to be at the end of the at the end of the day, we want it to be smooth and easy for the clients. And there's lots of stuff on the back end to make it to look like that. And Mm -hmm. so to find a oh it's so hard. Yeah, I think to find both on the back end and the front end, because yes, we want to make it easy on the clients. But as you know, being a business owner and finding good employees and good help, uh-huh. we yep. want to make it easy for our staff too, because yes. if it's not easy for them, then they're like, this, I'm out of here. This is yeah, not. Like, as business owners, we can do like 20 different softwares, but you're totally right. Like, how can we make it easy for the employees mm-hmm. to be able to come in day in and day out without opening 20 different softwares. You're so correct. And that was the very first thing that I made for, well, that turned into gravity certs, but that was the very first thing I made was a backend internet website, like what we call the dashboard, because I, as you know, let's say you have 50 carriers and you have different user IDs and passwords. You have like this carrier does things this way. This carrier wants this Mm -hmm. kind of payment. There's so much data and so much information. How do how do I keep that all uniformed and efficient in one spot? And so not everyone has a hundred different Excel files or PDFs on their desk. So we created this dashboard to kind of keep it all organized. And it was a godsend to us because everyone, you know, for internal processes to have one location where your staff, they're like, hey, Ashley, 
who do we write high-end homeowners with? Or who do we, how do we, like, which carriers will allow these types of dogs? You can put all that information into your intranet site and it's just really smooth. And so I think internal and external is important and it is difficult to find all those pieces. And so it's like the wild, wild west is what I always say. It really is. That's perfect. You can literally (laughs) do whatever you want to do. And, and so, but you don't, who wants to have 30 different tech solutions? Like we hear the word tech stack a lot and it is a lot of people are like, okay, well, what does that mean? And like, what, what pieces do I need? I know some agencies that run their agency with no AMS and no CRM and they're using paper files or they're using yeah. like Excel yeah. spreadsheets or whatever they want to, whatever they want to use. So, um, and so we know we're not going to be a fit for everybody, but I think for, for most agencies that want to streamline some processes and don't want to, don't want to have to have so many different solutions, we offer a lot of solutions, but it's one company and, you know, you have six or seven different products. Um, and if it fits and it fits and right. I think that that has been, what I really wanted to do is just help other agencies to kind of streamline things. And so they don't have to feel like they need to have a hundred different solutions and affordable. <laughs> oh, f- for sure. Discover peace of mind from safeguarding your family's future to shielding your company's assets. First Choice Insurance has you covered. Ask for a review or quote today. And that's the one thing like I learned is actually both of those points is I'm a good insurance agent. I know insurance. (laughs) I don't know technology. I know enough to make me semi dangerous, but not nearly what it doesn't come easy to me. Right. Like it still takes me 30 minutes to make a reel on Instagram. I love it. But (laughs) some days it's like, no, I'm not in my creative mode. I don't want to do this. And so as a startup, to your comment about affordability, absolutely. You have to learn in any business where you're good at, right? And you have to mm-hmm. stay in that lane and you have to hire for all the other things. Now, when you're a startup, totally. that's difficult, right? We don't all have unlimited funds. I get it. So you're piecing together. You're doing the Excel sheet. You're doing what's best. But as you start to grow, what you learn is if I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and what I'm good at, then hiring for that other stuff does make your life easier. And now you can grow faster because Mm -hmm. you're doing what you're good at and have somebody else running the show. And so that's why when you were telling me this, I'm like, oh my gosh, like we're starting to really like grow is when we brought you guys on. And it really helped because now we can focus on the service and the reports and the sales and the growth. And you guys can piece together all this other stuff and we can make mm-hmm. things streamlined. And with, I don't know what you guys do for SEO and how you do it, but I will tell you when we started using you, the amount of people that would call us from Google and our website and finding that. And I was like, well, I didn't do anything different. The only thing I did different was hire you guys. So, you know, it's <laughs> there. Those are little things that you think of, you know, when you are trying to build your agency or just build a business in general is what's my Mm -hmm. role? How, what am I good at? You do have to do, you know, a little bit of everything when you first start out, but then you have to figure out what is the, 
when I do have this little extra money, what can I put it towards so I can, that can relieve me of those hours and I can still do what I'm good at. Right. Like you said, it's all about your time and like, what is your time worth? And granted it is expensive. Like a lot of people think tech is super expensive and I guess it depends on what type of tech you're talking about. But if you think about it in this aspect, and that's what I always tell, tell people, it's like, how much is your time worth? Would you rather Mm -hmm. spend and your staff, would you rather spend however much $15, $20 an hour to pay your staff to be on the phone with someone gathering all that information or pay them to be servicing and talking with clients and you have all that other stuff done for you? Like you're still paying it either way, but now you're, if you automate your processes, then you're paying your staff to do something different. Plus you're getting the benefit of having like, let's say all your quotes come in from your website, like just as an example. Um, For sure. And I feel like, and, and that's where the techie side of our business comes in. That's where my husband is the guru Mm -hmm. and all of that, because we're very different than other website companies because we, our philosophy is like, people should be on your website. Your website should be the main tool for your agency. Your AMS obviously is super important, but as far as a working functioning tool, that's doing things for you, your website should be the main tool. And if you're sending people there, then that's going to boost your ranking on Google and you're going to get found. And then that's how you kind of started blowing up a little bit too, is just sending, driving that traffic to your website. Um, Google likes that, that organic search. And so I was a new agency in Hawaii and yet we, we had our website and we had all of our quote forms and clients going to our website. I was on the second, first page of Google, first, the second page of Google. And then after about a year and a half of doing all of that bumped right up to like number three on Google because nobody is advertising over there. Nobody is doing the searches and things and the quote proposals and all the things that we're doing to keep people on your site. When someone spends 15, 20 minutes on your site, Google's like, well, what are you doing? This is awesome. So it's really just right. driving that yeah. traffic to. Well, and it, it just goes to show as small as these islands are right in Hawaii, as small as this, how it, how it is and the environment, your, it clearly didn't have a local presence. You know, you were all online and you were still getting all this business. Mm-hmm. And so that just goes to show you that still people are still searching on like that's more important than actually having, you know, the actual physical local office. It's, it shows you what where yeah. people where the demand is. Right. I mean, small towns like just because people think, oh, I have to have an office. We live in a small town and it's like people want to come in. And, and granted, again, that's yep. everybody yeah, likes to have yep. different different um, ways to engage with public, but you Mm -hmm. can still utilize technology and still have that relationship based business. You just, they just need to work together. And so that's kind of the solution we're trying to help um, agencies Mm -hmm. like understand like this is an option. It's out there. We don't just build a pretty website. We're not just a pretty face. <laughs> we we have some substance yep. as well. Yep. Yep. Um, and I think that that is really important because there's a lot of website companies, just like there's a lot of insurance agencies, right? Like mm-hmm. what makes you different and you stand out more than someone else? It's really your tools, your systems, and that having that relationship. So if you let the tools sure. and the systems work for you, then you can spend more time on your business yeah. and with your clients. Well, and that's the thing is because 
we aren't fully digital, right? We still, I mean, we're licensed in 15 states and we don't have to be a physical, you know, local presence, but we still answer the phones. We still like talking to our clients. And, Mm -hmm. you know, as you know, with insurance, there's a different scenario every day. Everything's so unique, you know, so specific. And so you're, you know, I'm still learning day to day, but by having the right processes and automation on the back end, it allows us to have the time to talk to our clients and to do that. And some things don't need to be in person, you know, face to face or even just on the phone. They can be automated. Need an ID card? Just jump on your app, request it, do this, do that, mm-hmm. you know, where you're still on our website and still having that communication, but we can make it easy for the clients. But Perfect. then when, you know, it's necessary, we're still here to talk. So um, right. it, it's having the best of both worlds. I'm not... Me personally, I'm not all for only online, you know, you know, only talking and making things digital and we aren't answering the phones where I know that model works for some agencies mm-hmm. and that's great. You find your clientele, but, you know, you guys have made it really easy for us to have the best of both worlds and you listen to our goals. This is what we want to do. And these are the tools that you said to use, you know, these to to help grow and it's it's really helped us you know, capitalize on, on our growth to focus on our growth and not have to text technology still stresses me out, but I didn't want to have to deal with that. (laughs) It breaks, it changes, but then it's, you know, it's, it's to no one's fault and you just fix it and things are great. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, that's definitely helped, you know, on that. Yeah. So I'm glad that things are working well for you. And, um, I, I do think that technology is a lot like the insurance space because, you know, it's a hard market right now in the insurance space and things are breaking and underwriters are not mm-hmm. allowing you to buy business and you just have to spin with it and you have to just make it happen. Yeah. And technology is the same way. If something breaks, something doesn't work. Well, there's usually a reason, underlying reason why. And then it's just like trying to piece that together. And sometimes that takes longer. I, I ask my husband all the time, well, can't you just do this real quick? And he's like, <laughs> um, that one sentence is going to take me like six months to do. And I'm like, really? Can't you just easy. move this over here to do like connect these two? And he's yeah, like, yeah, right. in like six months. <laughs> So, it makes me feel better because sometimes I'm like, I feel like this would be easy. They're like, whoa, no. <laughs> no. How has right. the transition now? I know it's still fairly new, but how is the transition going to? I've actually had a few podcast guests where we touch on working with the husband and, you know, owning mm-hmm. a business with our spouse. And how has that gone? How, you know, yeah. how are you doing that? Because you also work from home. We both work from home. You have an office. Mm -hmm. We both work from home. Um, It's going good. I mean, I think I finally have the support in my husband that I didn't have in prior relationships. And um, we are very similar, but then we're also very different. We're very similar, like business minded, Mm -hmm. totally different personalities. (laughs) He's the introvert. I'm the extrovert. Thus, I'm on sales and he's behind the scenes, Mm -hmm. behind the scenes. Um, But no, things are going good. I just... I'm kind of in this weird transition space because like you said, I was really good at insurance. I loved it. Like I know the industry, like the back of my hand. I don't know the tech side of things. Like I know Mm -hmm. how to run an insurance company, like, but I don't know how to run a tech company. I'm still learning too and figuring that out. So, so that's been a little bit just challenging. And, 
I really just tried to start taking some time for myself, which I haven't done in a really long time. And right. so I'm trying to like take off my insurance hat and then transition into this. And so um, it's going to take some time, but I am loving it. And I'm loving being able to just have some breathing space, I guess, mm -hmm. like some time for myself. I started getting back into an exercise routine, which I hadn't done in four yeah. years because running an agency, raising kids, then COVID, like it's, mm -hmm. and then we started the second company while I was still running the insurance agency. So we're running two businesses simultaneously. So why do we do this to ourselves? Busy. I don't know. <laughs> it's the A personality. Like right. the, I got to get stuff done. If I'm not working, I don't feel productive. Mm -hmm. yep. So yeah. And that's what I'm trying to get because I'm help. I'm hoping technology helps me work a little bit less. I still, or, you know, I, I have the flexibility and freedom to, you know, do what I want to do throughout the day and do that, but I still have to put in my time and I'm mm -hmm. with the automation and the technology, I can, you know, kind of get away from it just a little bit to yeah. my point is I just, I'm trying to get myself to not feel guilty that I just want to go to the gym, get a quick workout in, or yeah. you know what? It's been a little bit stressful this week uh, with some family stuff. And so it's like, well, I need to go get a massage. <laughs> but For I don't sure. want to sit on that massage table and feel guilty the whole time that I'm not at work. <laughs> so it's like. I'm thinking about everything but, <laughs> you need to do while you're getting a massage. And you're like. Completely defeated that purpose. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, and that's what helps. And honestly, your your niche is insurance agents. And so having mm -hmm. your background, you know, and that's what's going to help, you know, make the sales easier as mm -hmm. you know that you can yeah. help piece together so that's going to be really helpful and you know you won't feel every business has its own stressors right and mm -hmm. um you know you just you figure it out and mm -hmm. I, I think we all do need to get better though at you know having that quote unquote balance and how can we you know separate and that's what's been struggling for me having twins at two like it the good thing is I have to stop work at five, but right. now I'm trying to get out of the mentality is once they go down, I have to get back on. And I, I, I know that, you know, so it's, it's a constant struggle, right? Do you ever figure it out? It is. Your kids are older than mine. <laughs> I, I only have one. That's I right. I put that's all right. my eggs in one basket. Yep. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> so so Smart. I don't know, but he's, he just turned 17 and he's a great, kid. I love him to pieces. He just graduated two years early. So he awesome. is trying to figure out what he wants to do in life. And so I feel like it's a good time for me to transition from insurance into this new business because I have a little bit more time I can spend with him, although he still yeah. wants to spend time with me. So I'm very take very advantage of that. that. <laughs> 17 year old boy still wants to hang out with his mom. Right? So Sweet. I will take that. You did right. Um, <laughs> And so, yeah, I think it's going to be good. But like you said, it's it's the whole work-life balance. And mm -hmm. I am trying to do a little bit more balance right now. I worked so many crazy hours owning my insurance agency. And I don't um, want to get burnt out on this tech mm -hmm. business as yep. at the way I did with insurance. And so, yep. but now there's two of us to do that. I was running the agency by myself. Now we have 
uh, my husband and I to be able to do that. We're, we're bringing on some staff We're we're growing quickly, which is great, but I'm not, I'm trying not to grow too quickly. Cause as you know, some companies just come out the gate and they do funding rounds and they do all these things and then they blow up and then they can't keep up with the demand. And I don't want to, I don't want to do that. That's not our business model. So and there's nothing wrong to, with growing slow. Like what? There's nothing wrong with that. I know. I, I feel like I did that with insurance and I, mm-hmm. I always had the mentality. It's like, you know what? I may not make as much money and I may not grow as fast as other agencies, but I'm doing it slow and steady. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's the same philosophy that we're trying to do here. You're not going to see us blow up probably on social media. We're you know going to be take things a little bit slower, but mm-hmm. it's with purpose and it's with intention that we're doing this because we want to make sure it's done right and make sure we can still provide the service. Cause if you blow up and then you can't provide the service, then you're not going to keep your clients. And I know that. Yeah. So. Slow and steady wins the race. I, I almost, I, it's the funny saying that people tell you insurance is get, get rich slow. We are not overnight <laughs> sensations. We do not make you know, you gotta, you gotta, but I think that's with any business, right? If you do it the right way and you do it slow and steady, you, it also allows you to kind of like savor the success a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm ready to go to the next level and that's where we're getting, but I don't think anything worth it ever happens overnight. You know, it always yeah. takes time. So, yeah, I saw this meme the other day and it said, cause you were saying about not getting rich quick and it said like, <laughs> I've mastered poor people problems. I'm ready to move <laughs> to the next level and have rich people problems. You have to send that to me. <laughs> so true. I love those. Sometimes you're like, oh yeah, you know, this is, this is so true. <laughs> yes. So I've mastered the insurance problems. Now yep. I can move into tech problems. <laughs> Good for you. Or solutions. Good for you. Right. Solutions. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Well, and there's always the good thing is in every industry, no matter what you're at, it's always evolving. So you just have to keep up with it and you have to stay ahead of the game and you're going to find your people in this world. And, you know, we can relate and we're always going to have that those similarities because we're Mm -hmm. still small businesses. We're still your solving solutions and making things easier for clients. And that's, you know, we're protecting them and trying to find solutions for our clients. So it's definitely, you know, we still have that connection, but there's always, we always have to grow, you know, with our business. We always have to know what's out there. How can we be better business owners, be better, you know, insurance agents and learn that education, your tech, learn that, you know, it's always going to grow. There's always going to be new products out there. So it's going to keep us on our toes, right? Gonna st- yes. You're going to stay busy with that stuff. <laughs> For sure. Yep. <laughs> well, that is awesome. I am so happy that you were able to come on. I was so excited that you were making this leap because it's always been fun working with both you and your husband. And now I can just bug you. So he's probably like, that's right. Happy to help. Yes. That's Thank so awesome. So well, sure. we will have all of your information for, you know, even, even if you're not, you know, you definitely focus on insurance agents, but I'm sure, you know, you guys should definitely follow her. If you're not an insurance agent, she has an awesome story and their company. I've been noticing more and more on social media, which I love. I'm like, Oh, they're getting there. They're, this is awesome. So make sure to follow. And, you know, even if these aren't your industries, you know, her story could have resonated with you and it's always fun to support each other. And I love, even if you aren't a client to still support one another. So I think that's the most important in my book. So 
Thank you for coming. I appreciate you telling your story. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. (laughs) Awesome. So we have Elizabeth Coley with Gravity Certs. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Ashley Mastowski. Tune in next time for more inspiration and stories from women who've made an impact. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Special shout out to Little Dog Social Media for making all of this come together.